Alright, everybody, welcome. It's good to see you guys again in one room with our makeshift studio. It's a very sexy studio. Really? Foam duct taped all over this table. How is this new to any of us? <laughs> Foam and duct tape Foam all duct over tape. our table. Yeah, We've all upgraded sure. the plastic, let's be honest. That's true. And I don't use open cell foam anymore. And there's not a lot of carbon fiber or fiberglass. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Salty Geek Podcast. I am your friendly host, the Renegade Warrior, a.k.a. Ian. Uh, here to my right is... I'm Jesse Drake, also known as the Zombie of Drake. Across from me is... Hi, I'm Fabricated Geek, also known as Jez. And next to me... Clever Robot, also known as Nate. No, he's a very clever robot. I try to be. He even looks human. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, there's that eye twitch thing. I don't I know, know what's I, going on I, with that. The doctor said just to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are fueled by uh, Mountain Dew because I'm tired. So, let's launch into Not our first... Not officially sponsored by Mountain Dew. Not officially sponsored, but Mountain Dew. Give me a call. Give me a call. Um... So we're going to start off a little bit of science today. Make sure my, my science correspondent over here, Dre, doesn't fall asleep. I actually didn't learn about this until today, so I don't really know much about it. Uh, SpaceX had a, a successful launch and a partially successful landing. Okay, so the SpaceX rocket launched successfully. It got its payload to orbit correctly. But what they wanted to do was recover their first stage of their rocket. You know, which would save them about a third of the cost. Because they're a bunch of cheap bastards. Yeah, and they want to make it really <laughs> cheap to get into space. So I support that. Elon Musk does not have enough money. Right. Um, he can have all my money. <laughs> can I have all your money? Yeah. You're going to give me a just... Tesla? <laughs> Is he? Do you have if enough? If I give him you, all my money, yes, I'll buy one. Do you have some sort of arrangement with Elon Musk here <laughs> that we don't know about? Jess, do you have enough money that if you gave it all to me, I could buy you a Tesla and still have money? Jess no. doesn't have a job. Oh, right. Me neither. <laughs> Yay, job hunting. Anyway, SpaceX, Anyway, go. so the, um, <laughs> the, the, they managed an almost impossible task, which was that they brought the rocket down, you know, where they wanted it. But it's an almost impossible task because they managed to land it slightly hard and the rocket broke apart. <laughs> crash. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a crash Partial because crash. The, um, the ship that it was going to land on made it back to port on its own power. Wasn't it a floating island landing platform thing? It's a, it, it's a small barge, actually. It's not much bigger than a couple football fields. Okay. Which, as far as, you know, things to land a rocket on while floating in the ocean. I played that game on the Atari. <laughs> How'd you do? I didn't do well at all. <laughs> <laughs> and there you see the difficulty. <laughs> but I'm, I'm guessing they had more of a success than I ever did. They got it down onto the platform. Drake, is, is this the same craft that, uh, that they're currently using to get uh, stuff up into the space station? Yes. Uh, actually, it delivered... 5,000 pounds of cargo to the space station. Like a boss. Um, that's it, the thing, too, is they know exactly what went wrong when they landed, is it ran out of hydraulic fluid. Yeah. Which is why Elon Musk is calling it a partial success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and also the, the next rocket already has 50% more hydraulic fluid, mm -hmm. so that hopefully they don't have this problem again, which is something I like about SpaceX. They figure out what went wrong and then fix it immediately. 
That's because they don't have Congress <laughs> arguing about why they should even be doing it in the first place. You mean or government oversight being that. negated yes. equals being better at your job? Not a politics show. Oh, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> sorry. Geek show, geek show. <clears throat> the, the landing pad is 300 by 170 feet. 300 by 170. So mm. That is definitely smaller than a football field, Drake. Yeah. It, it is smaller than a football a field. A football field, roughly. But, but so, why, why, why not computers do it? They had computers doing it. Computers oh. do what? Landing. This was not being piloted, yeah. you know, by by man. This 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 was being guided down by a computer. Well, and if it, the issue was that is, they ran out of fluid, a computer's mm-hmm. not going to be able to change anything about that. <laughs> yeah, it can try to accommodate for it, which is you know why everything didn't crash and burn. Plus, if you have computers doing it, that leads us one step closer to the singularity. Yeah. And, as a side note. It, you know, <laughs> I'm super excited about the singularity. Wow. The, the, the rocket wouldn't explode because the rocket's almost out of fuel at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, g- getting, a, getting a spaceship into orbit is, you know, sitting on top of a skyscraper made of explosives. So you're trying to tell us that life is not a Michael Bay film? No, life Good. is not a Michael Aww. Bay film. Most things don't put out that much flame when they explode. I Percussive force is much more common. Hollywood yes. lied to me. I wish my life was a Michael Bay film. I'd make a ton of money overseas. I don't. I don't want to be that objectified all my life. <laughs> you mean you don't want to be Megan Fox? No, it's hard enough just being a woman in the real world as is. Well, yeah, and every time you walk into something warm or a hot shower, like all the fake parts would just like start to melt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to decide whether or not to make a joke about Jez's fake parts. Jez's fake parts? Hey, Jess, what, what fake parts? <laughs> I'm wearing earrings. Oh, oh. It's like you're bionic. Yes, my it's super bionic nice. ears. Super bionic Says ears. the person with the lip piercing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stress reliever. Quite literally. We're going to talk about more future stuff. Yeah. Uh, such as the Ghost in the Shell casting that has broken the internet more than Kim Kardashian. Oh, is that what happened to my internet at work today? Yeah, that was okay. it. Did you know it has a release date now? Yeah. April 14th, 2017. Oh. It's I, only two years out. Yeah, but I already had to wait like like 14 years for the shitty sequel. So what's two years? So what's that? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you should be used to waiting by now. <laughs> I didn't even know it came out. And then I had to watch it in Japanese, which was really confusing. Because, it, it, like, it's, uh, it's, it's Ghost in the Shell Innocence, and it is the most confusing anime I've ever watched. Watching it in English was much easier. Let's see. So they, they've casted uh, Scarlett Johansson as Major Kusanagi. My first knee jack was knee jack, knee jerk, knee jack. What's the future? Everything jacks. Oh, that's true. right. Okay. See, so we jack in, free jack, you know, stuff like that. Lots of jacking. Awkward. Jack. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Lots. Of <laughs> jacking. <laughs> no, my my first knee jerk uh, was kind of on the 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 tales of that Exodus movie where everybody was complaining about whitewashing. And the fact that Major uh, Kusanagi, clearly not Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) 
Wait, you mean she's not Japanese? No. Oh. No. no, the blonde hair, blue eyes, tall, you know, all those superficial race markers and whatnot kind of don't lead me to believe that she's Japanese. Hmm. Also, she wasn't born in Japan. Well, Major Kusanagi is <laughs> not actually a person. Uh, not true. Human brain inside of a yes, cybernetic but, body. Exactly. So if it's a cybernetic body, the body can look like whatever they want it to. That's actually true. Yeah, that's very true. Well, they also haven't announced, you know, where the movie will be set, what they're doing with the names. I'm guessing they're going to Americanize all of the names. Agreed. Uh, it's, it's probably going to happen. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan. Neither am I. I like being true to my sources, but... <laughs> well, I'm not a fan because a lot of... Um, a lot of the show's politics really focused around how Japan was interacting with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Because Japan in that future was was very different from the rest of the world. Much more technologically advanced and everything was kind of a political cold war. Because, you know, robots and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see a Cold War that's not political. It, well, yeah. Well, you know, there there was that core that 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 Cold War, you know, in in Russia. It was really cold. It was a war. Uh, thank, thanks for the awkward silence, guys. Yeah, yeah I was well, really hoping I mean, one of you would catch me from that fall. Look at the other anime adaptations that have come out recently. You have Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Or the Speed Racer movie that they made. It was fun. Um, yeah, just nothing I can think of has been that great. I mean, I guess Speed Racer was goofy because their source material was kind of horrible. And but, goofy? Yeah. Quite literally, by design, goofy. With the monkey in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there has not been much success in translating anime into movies. Well, and unless I, you're Miyazaki. Unless you're Miyazaki. Well, yeah. But that is an animated movie. But it's animated movies, yeah. But the, that's the only successful ones that have come over to the U.S. in major release. Mm, no, yeah. the Pokemon movie was super successful <laughs> at its time. If you're talking about fooling parents into buying tickets for their <laughs> yeah, stupid kids. Yeah, that's exactly... Then, yeah. I mean, According to Hollywood, the only thing that defines your success is how much money you make on a movie. <laughs> that movie true. was super successful. Well, and, and and full disclosure here, I totally tricked my mom into buying me a ticket to go see the Pokemon movies. <laughs> it's okay, I still have my soundtrack to the American version of the Digimon movie. Just uh, three different Japanese movies combined into one. Yeah. The last good Digimon whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome when I was 12. It still is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. And and I, and I really want this to be different because when it came out, uh, the, it was the anime different. was very different and it was very groundbreaking. It was it was a very... It, it broke down a lot of barriers as far as anime went. Like, uh, uh, it wasn't very big here in America before that movie. After that movie, people started to realize that, hey... This stuff can be good. It's not just that stupid Japanese stuff that their kids watch. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 really cemented the not just kids shows. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. problem that a lot of a, a lot of American adults still have problems with animation. You know, 
being just for kids. Yeah, being regarded as <laughs> Which just makes for no kids. sense because the people who will argue that point are also the ones who watch like Family Guy in South Park. <laughs> Clearly for children. That's true. Yeah. Fun story. Uh, one of the first animes I ever watched was Princess Mononoke, and I was watching it at home. And it was the scene where he uses his bow and he shoots the guy's arms off and pins him to a tree. Well, my mom happened to walk in right as that happened. And then, I don't know if it's right before or right after, he beheads a guy. (laughs) And his head just goes flying. Mm -hmm. And my mom just is standing there in shock and horror going, I've never seen a cartoon do that. (laughs) Because it's not Scooby-Doo. It's like... Just wait till I show you Berserk, Mom. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually got my mother hooked on Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, dear. I used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to watch it on Cartoon Network, and she'd be awake because my dad worked crazy shifts. And she just would sit there and, like, read the newspaper when I was watching it, and then she started paying attention to it, and she got way into it because the storyline <laughs> of that is amazing. Was that, was that Brotherhood? Or was that... No, that was way before Brotherhood. Yeah, she missed out. <laughs> Drake still needs to watch Brotherhood. I do. I do need yeah. to watch that. Or just read the manga. It's literally the same thing. Except for reading manga is boring. No, it's not. No, it's I think not. <laughs> Tell him a minority here. All in favor of Ian being wrong? I. I... Meh. Yay, I'm only kind of having fun wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think a big thing about whether or not Ghost in the Shell will be done well is who the screenwriter is and who the director is. Which we don't know yet. The director is Rupert Sanders, and the script is by Bill Wheeler. More whitewashing! (laughs) Well, okay. Not necessarily. Who writes your script isn't necessarily whitewashing. That's true. Granted, but... So Rupert Sanders has done. Oh wow! Uh oh. Uh, he did Good Snow White and the Huntsman. Ugh. He he, he really got Kristen Stewart to smile. He really hasn't done much. He he has three, four things out, three of which are shorts. So he's fairly new. Well, it works for Marvel. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, and and so you don't. And you it don't. is Disney doing this. Is it? I believe so. You guys are actually I, looking it up right now? We have, let's see, three writing credits. DreamWorks. Aha. I thought it was Disney and DreamWorks working <clears throat> together on it. We've got Jamie Moss as one of the writers who did the screenplay for Street Kings. We have the author of the original manga Ooh, working yes. on it. Yes, good. Uh, it, apparently it's DreamWorks as headed by Steven Spielberg. Who is part of DreamWorks. Yeah. Okay. And then we have William Wheeler, who... Yeah. He's done a lot of TV stuff. Okay. Anything so, notable? The Cape. The Cape? Ugh. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's done nothing notable. So, and, and, you know, it's still two years out. It's very possible that things could change between now and then, and new writers will come and go, and, you know, it's it's still really fresh. Yeah, that's true. And one person is cast. Well, I think... One. Yeah, yeah that, that one very controversial person. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 and she can carry the show. I, I think she can. I think she'll do an amazing job. She I think she will She didn't do that play. well with Lucy. Lucy no. wasn't that great of a movie. Lucy Lucy was, was a few things. It was well-directed, well-paced, well-shot, well-lighted, well-sounded, badly written. Yes. <laughs> well, 100% of your brain. 
That's all I have to say. And, about and, and if we can just edit out, you, you know, I'm not often in favor of editing out. <laughs> um, Drake can't remember somebody's name. Ooh. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I'm not often in favor of editing out <laughs> Morgan Freeman from anything. But in that movie, I really want to edit out that entire speech. I think I think it would be a much better movie without that speech. Well, part of the it. problem yeah. is, you know, the first I found the first hour of Lucy to be very interesting and very good. But yeah. once she, you know, transcends humanity and has access to all of her brain, which you know all of us do anyway, such a ridiculous fallacy that just needs to go away. Yeah, um, <laughs> she got boring. She did. She yeah. lost all personality. Apparently, being smart makes you really boring. Well, speaking of animes that, you know, should have been converted <laughs> to a movie, when I first saw the trailer for Lucy, I thought that's what it was. Oh, I thought yeah. that was going to be a live-action Elfin lead, uh, and I was uh, really excited. Yeah. Because as she's walking through in the trailer through that hospital, and everyone just drops dead. But like, yes, vectors, with, yes. With Elfin lead, though, can, can we have a live-action movie adaptation without the incest? Well, without the incident, without <laughs> no. the whole lovey-dovey shoujo plot that really did not fit in that It depends on if the French are making show. it. Off. <laughs> the French, wee wee. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm in favor of a uh, of an elfin lead movie, but yeah, minus the how, whatever it is you just said plot. The, yeah. The incest. The cutesy and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like the cutesy in that show. You like the incest. Not the incest. Drake likes cutesy incest. It overdid it. For how that show opens up, like the first ten minutes of it, and then, yeah. I really like the whiplash. I I was a favor of of that, you know, of going from blood everywhere to, you know, cutesy incest. (laughs) The incest was towards the end, if I recall. Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm... (laughs) I'm gonna save Drake a little here. I, what, you I, like cutesy incest too? Yes. Yes. I'm glad I'm on yes, that side of the table. I'm sure all three of the people who are listening to this. No, no, I really don't. Please don't come after me, cops. Are we gonna get? A, are we gonna get a new crowd here? Are we gonna, are we gonna get the cutesy incest crowd listening to our podcast? Oh no. Yeah. All in favor of editing out this entire chunk? No. no. Nope. 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 <laughs> let, let me save Drake, though. I, I I would like to see them explore that whole idea of she is literally a man-made killing machine. Are we going back to Ghost in the Shell here? That's, yes, okay. and no. <laughs> as far as the elfin lead goes. Oh, okay. But... I, th- I think it. I think the whiplash goes too far in the anime. It would be kind of mm-hmm. interesting to see how an innocent person with literally the ability to just cut you into ribbons with a thought plays out in a more realistic setting. I think that would be fascinating. It would take a really talented actress to pull that off. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> like I said, I was really excited when I saw the trailer until the ten percent of your brain. Um. Needs but to go away. <laughs> <laughs> but but getting back to to Scarlett Johansson, I do think she can carry that. I think she can play that strong, uh, you know, conflicted Major Kusanagi that you see a lot in the movie. You, you don't see it so much in uh, in the TV show though. 
She's mostly just a badass in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Which she can also play. Which she can also play. So, speaking of movies that are coming along, the Ant-Man trailer hit this past week. Is it too much... You know, is it a little too ridiculous with the guy the size of your pinky toe riding an ant? <laughs> Speechless. I'm curious to see how the movie goes because the trailer wasn't the most interesting Marvel teaser I've seen. The trailer was extremely underwhelming, mm. in my opinion. I watched it and I just thought, meh. You know, it, yeah. it just it it didn't it wasn't gripping at all. And if you look at some of these other trailers, you look at the first trailer for Age of Ultron, yeah, and that sucker just grabs you by the throat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you're you, you're super excited. You can't wait to see it. With this one, it may as well not even be a Marvel movie. It just seems so underwhelming. The most excited thing that was in that trailer was Michael Douglas, because I haven't <laughs> seen him in a long time. Hey, you want to be the Ant Man? <laughs> Does somebody remember me from some my other movies? Well, and, and kind of the thing is, you know, Paul Rudd is known for doing comedy. And he yeah. usually does good comedy, and I you don't see that in the trailer. Yeah. And I think that's... I don't think that the issue is it's beyond believability. I think the issue that is that people saw Guardians, yeah. realized that comic book movies can be awesome and freaking hilarious, <laughs> and are excited to see Paul Rudd be funny, Yeah, which he isn't in the trailer. Well, well there, there was a little bit of funny. I mean, that, that one where he's like, will you be the ant, or <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, will you be the ant man? You know, and he's like, huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he's like, yeah, can we change the name? Can we change the name? <laughs> no. No, we can't. It seems like it still has some work to do. Yeah. And uh, some progress. And so we'll see. I, I, I did get what I wanted out of the trailer, which was to see exactly how ridiculous they were going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty ridiculous. Without being overly campy. Yeah. Which is good. And, and I would also be interested to see if he maintains the... The power set, such as maintaining his human strength, mm-hmm. a, a, being able to actually grow in size as well as shrink in size. Yes, things like that. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. It could be. We'll see. I mean, it's it's still kind of too early to tell, and I think it's going to have a hard time following Age of Ultron. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Age yeah. of Ultron is going to be this behemoth that just crushes everything. And then a couple months later, we get Ant-Man, <laughs> at, which, oddly enough, is the culmination of Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, wow. They're, They're ending on Ant-Man. They're ending on Ant-Man. <laughs> okay. So it has some big shoes to fill, and hopefully they don't blow it, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's split from Marvel and have it over to DC. There are some rumors, and I will stress that they are rumors that have, been, that have not been confirmed yet. So They've actually been squashed. Have they been squashed? Yeah, by Superman himself. By Mr. Muscle-bound British man? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he says, he, he told Variety that it will just be one film. Oh, good. Uh, and, and if you don't know what we're talking about, Batman v Superman split into two movies. Yeah. Um, this kind of goes on my distaste for taking things that should be like one or two movies. And I saw the best thing ever at Barnes & Noble the other day. Mm-hmm. It was a pocket edition of The Hobbit. Ooh. It was literally this big and this thick. And I <laughs> wow. thought... Two inches by one inch. Yeah, about 
maybe three inches by five inches and, and about an inch thick. And um, I, that's The Hobbit. I, and I just looked at it and I thought, they turned this into 12 hours of movie. <laughs> well, like, the reason Lord of the Rings was three movies is because it was three books. And they still left out parts. Yeah. Good parts. Important parts. Oh, gee, don't get me started on The Hobbit. I have so much hatred for that film. <laughs> Which one? The Hobbit. All of them. Well, okay, not the first one as much. The first one ha gave me a little bit of hope, but... Eh, I was not a fan of the first one, which is why I haven't seen the other two. I liked the songs. They made me happy. I, I thought they were fun movies. I, I do agree that it should have been maybe two. Mm -hmm. Maybe. To be honest with you, the, the singing and dancing kind of took me out of that first movie. The thing uh, that, that killed it for me is there is no... Peter Jackson confuses action with peril. And so often you see, like, like when the dwarves are in the cave in the mountain wherever, and some, you know, the bridge collapses and they go tumbling down, 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 down. Then they bounce and they get up and they keep running. Yeah. Not any one of them has a scratch on them. <laughs> you know, there is no peril. Not at any time are any of those characters in danger at all. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's happening to them. It doesn't matter if there's a big creepy orc chasing them or trolls bashing him around no one is ever actually going to get hurt and so it completely ruins the suspense and i mean he, there's t plenty of action the whole movie is action yeah other I, than the first hour i i kind of feel like defending you know being on the other side of that argument and pointing out that in in the books that it it was a it was originally a, a kid story it was yes. originally a kid story but it had plot and pacing yeah but Which extending that into three movies destroyed the pacing. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. It should have been, you know, what I, I would have liked one movie. Mm -hmm. And following up Lord of the Rings, <laughs> which you do feel peril, the yeah. characters are in danger and you're not sure if they're going to make it through. Right. With The Hobbit, where you, you never have any doubt whatsoever that nobody's going to get hurt. Right. Well, I mean, and even the characters that did die in the books, I was surprised that they did die in the movie. I was really disappointed how they changed some of the death scenes. I actually never read the book, so oh, do tell. I recommend it. I do tell. Well, borrow it? <laughs> let's start out with one of the characters that doesn't exist in the book. Okay. Tariel. Tariel. Okay. She's the reason that Keeley dies. He dies trying to save her. Spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. Spoils. Uh, that movie's been out <laughs> over a month. I haven't seen it. Me neither. <laughs> Says two people who have read the book and one who you sh you you're on Tumblr. You should know they died I'm by like, now. I don't. I don't watch it. My Tumblr. You know what it's full of? Armor, swords, LARP, and Dark Souls. That that is my Tumblr. I didn't hear Hobbit. Yep. No Hobbit. Yeah, Sorry. Follow more fandom blogs. But. <laughs> you need more shipping in your life. <laughs> I'm doing Tumblr wrong. You're failing the internet. I'm failing the internet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Needs to be a license for this stuff. <laughs> Should have to go down to the, 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 the Utah State Tax Division of Internet. Take some classes, learn how to do it right, uh, take a test. Oh, God. That sounds excruciating. <laughs> Can I just watch cute cat videos? depends what time of day it is and then you have to learn how to post them and where it's appropriate to post uh, them no 
No, I just no. I want the freedom to post my inappropriate cat videos. Just stick to Dark Souls. Dark Souls. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. So what, what were you saying? Inappropriate deaths. People that don't exist. Yeah. So they changed his. Death People that don't exist shouldn't die. Again, with everything they did with Tariel and Kiwi, just ended up making them less important characters than they should have been. Honestly, Tariel was so far from interesting and just an Arwen clone anyway. Yeah, with that character. I, I don't think the producers or the writers could have won either way they went. If they hadn't included them, then they would have lost because there would have been no women in it at all. And since they put them in, they're just going to lose. Well, I mean, they could have put her in, made her a unique person, and not tried to force her into a relationship that, you know ends up ru ruining a lot of the importance of things that happens in Lord of the Rings. Mm. I, I disagree that it ruins the importance of uh, Legolas and Gimli. I don't. I disagree because they Jazz, make your point. Go. of each other. Well, okay, so, you know, Gimli's father is one of the people in that group, isn't he? Yeah. Glowing. So, if they're, you know, fraternizing with an elf already, it becomes much less important that they're in a group with an elf later on. It there, There's just a lot. It kind of okay. discounts the racism between Gimli and the elves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I just have one thing to say to that, Jess. Yeah. Still only counts as one. Okay. She, she's just staring at me now. Yep. Yep. Wow. And that's what it sounds like when a joke fails flat on its face. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, good times. I did promise you guys, as we head back into Techland, um, a new invention that's just going to change your lives forever. It's the future. It's the way that everything's going to happen now. And that is, is it cyber brains? Uh, oh, God, I wish. Uh, then I'm not interested. You're not interested. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, no. <laughs> so USB Type-C. This is kind of a little thing to include, but it made me excited. It is... A little mini USB connector that you can plug in upside down. There's no upside down. Plug it in one way, the other way, superposition, dead. So you're telling me it's a lightning cable? No. It's better. So, <laughs> so it'll change the lives of people who don't use iPhones or iPads. Yeah, those people don't matter. Because we already have that tech. Just I'm saying. Kidding, kidding, I'm kidding, kidding. Please, please don't come to my house and All kill me. All hail Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, ideally, you would want this to replace the lightning cable so we can all live in one big happy tech family. See, I, 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 I really don't that. see that this is a big deal because for years people have been conditioned to plug in USBs the right way. <laughs> you mean plug it in, go, damn it, plug it in the other way, go, damn it, I thought I had it, okay, and then maybe it's back just to me. the right way. Maybe it is just... Are you the messiah? Do you have the, no. the mystical USB plugging in the first time powers? No. I look at the USB, and if I see the line, I turn it over. <laughs> so you don't plug them in in the dark, is what you're saying? No. He looks like weird. a weirdo. Why would I plug it in <laughs> the dark? How often am I sitting in the dark with a computer or some sort of tech device that I need to plug in in well, the like dark? Every single car. night. Plug it in your phone. In your I car. get into bed. Huh? I plug in my phone with the lights off. Right it's there? called a lamp. 
Uh, or you plug it in before you turn off the light. No, again, I have so, an iPhone, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> there's this crazy thing. What? Called electricity, which you need to plug in your phone. But, you know, if you plug it in and then turn off the light, this whole technology is pointless. But then I'd have to plug in my phone, walk all the way across the room to turn off the light, or get one of those clappers, get which a isn't clapper. happening. Get a clapper. <laughs> or get an app for your phone, which will allow you to turn off the lights. <laughs> but my phone's dead. <laughs> First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> the post I put up today, I wish my, my video game problems were my real problems. I'm only making 50,000 for 20 minutes worth of work. Mm-hmm. Only. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see how this is really a huge, that big of a, an advancement in technology. It's, it's not. It, the <laughs> biggest <laughs> advancement is going to be the speeds at which it's capable of transferring, it, which is about double of what the USB 3.0 can yeah. do. See, now yeah, that it, is significant. It does have a lot more ports on it. That I'm sorry, guys. We're, we're getting away from the main point. It doesn't have an up or down. <laughs> All I'm saying is the up or down is not new news. No, it's not. So I read this article, speaking oh. of new technology, Yes. talking about CES, which was last week. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this guy was going around, you know, the reporter was at CES, and he was checking out all the different tech and everything. There are drones flying around. There's 4K TVs. There's all this fancy new technology. And he said what he saw more than anything was people looking for somewhere to plug in their phone. Yeah. He said that there have been surveys done on this. What people are looking forward to the most in technology is batteries with a longer life. Yeah. That's what people want. The, the reason I got the phone I currently have is not because it has an enormous screen, which I like. Um, It's not that it has a stylus, which I like. The reason I got the phone I have is because at the time it was made, it had the largest battery capacity capacity and the longest, you know, usable um, time of any of anything on the market. Yeah, and that, that and that, it's interesting how that is what people's concern is. Yeah. They don't they don't I mean, yes, a 4K TV is fantastic. It's great, it's fancy, whatever, but it's not something that impacts people's everyday lives. A drone is fun, whatever. But what people yeah. really want is battery capacity in their phones so they don't have to constantly be plugging them in. Yeah. The the other thing is uh, wireless charging technology, mm-hmm. which would also alleviate a lot of the problems. So do give us cancer. Drake, I, I really doubt it would. I was just throwing that out there because people are dumb. Did, did you hear about that new wave technology in the iPhone 6? You can put it into your microwave and... <laughs> It'll charge it in like a minute. It'll charge like a minute. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, th- that, that was started by some uh, trolls on 4chan. Shut up. Um, and the fact that stuck... Yeah, a lot of people actually destroy their iPhones because they put them in their microwave. Anyone for a who minutes. gets their factual information from 4chan, 4chan. has issues. Uh, uh, Someone saw it on 4chan, then they posted it on Reddit under the DIY stuff, and that's where it yeah, yeah, the, kicked the, off. The, the, Reddit the has trolls, a little bit more credibility. The trolls on 4chan uh, yeah, came up came up with the idea on 4chan and then took it to other sites. And presented it so they as propagated though it, it themselves. Yeah, they propagated it. it themselves as though it was a real thing. They they made up you know fairly slick looking advertisements <laughs> for wave tech and you know stuff like that. Wow, people are um, so the the fun thing about that though is if you did have a converter, you could put the converter in the microwave and and turn that on and then plug the converter into your phone. 
Yes, and you could theoretically use Explain. microwaves to charge your phone. Uh, well, mi microwaves are essentially radio waves, electromagnetic waves. Um, so if you had a converter, which would probably consist of loops of copper wire, you could actually generate an electric, an electric. Uh, help me. Electric current. Current. Uh, the, the, the problem is the stuff you get out of the microwave, I believe, would be uh, DC. Uh, well, yeah, which you need, well, and it will also usually fry your microwave. Well, never never mind the fact that you're taking at no, least. No, no, you, you wouldn't fry your microwave. You're bleeding off the energy into your mm -hmm. phone. Yeah. The problem is, is that you know, you, you would have to be playing with the power levels there, <laughs> and this is not something that most microwaves are really set up to do. You know what? Also, be easy. Just you know plug, plug it in your behind phone? your microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Use that for your phone. Yeah, but what? make sure you leave the light on. <laughs> You mean that using a 19 amp, 17,000 megawatt, 24,000 amp converted microwave generator is less efficient than just plugging it in? Dude, your facilities nerd is showing hardcore right oh, now. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That's worse than me. He wasn't reading those stats off of a microwave. He was just reciting them from memory. Yeah, I know. I, I know how a microwave generator works, too. <laughs> Also, number one problem to go wrong with the microwave. Anyway. People putting their iPhones in it? Yes. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> I have a problem with my microwave. My, my microwave. Seems it didn't seem to play that DVD I put in it. I don't know what's wrong. So, back to the whole CES thing. Oh, hey, CES. The weird thing, like, I haven't been before. I don't think I would assume that there would be areas set up for charging stations, wouldn't there? I mean, you they think? do it in airports. Why wouldn't they do it in a, you know, tech convention center where everyone's walking around with all of their rechargeable tech? The funny thing is, even in airports, the amount of charge space they have is woefully insufficient. There are, you know, mm -hmm. every time I've had to go on a, on, on a business trip recently, there, you know, have been lines at the uh, charging station, unless I was flying at, you know totally non-peak hours. Yeah, also depends on the airport. Some of them are a lot better than others. That, this is true. This is true. Which is why wireless charging technology is going to be such a huge thing. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you still need the space to usually set your phone onto it. No, no, no. No. The, the wire... Okay, we currently have some some technology that's working by induction. Yeah. Which is the, which is what you're talking about. Okay. What, what we would prefer is the long-distance mm. um, charging technology, which is theoretically possible. There have been university demonstrations, but nobody's managed to get it to a marketable product We yet. just need to bring back Tesla. He was working on that yeah, I know you know, when he died. Yeah. Right, let's get something better than the lithium-ion battery. All right, aluminum air batteries. There we go. <laughs> There we go. This is Drake's forte. Go. Well, okay. I know microwaves. He it, knows batteries. Uh, it's one of the things I know about. Okay. <laughs> so if we had um, aluminum air batteries as good as the ones that they've managed to make at some universities in common production, you could make a an electric 737 that would fly from one end of the coast to the other end of it. Um, so since we are talking about tech, one of the things that I did hear about is... Uh, kind of the leaps in advancement in VR technology. Have you guys heard of the OSVR? I haven't. This Anyone? is new. Anyone? Okay, so the OSVR is, if you're a gamer, you know the company Razer. 
they make a lot of gaming peripherals. Everybody just perked up. Um, <laughs> I happen to own several of their products. Um, they're working, I'm, I'm not quite sure in which capacity, but they're working with the Oculus Rift team to develop the OS VR, which is open source virtual reality. So this is a completely open source virtual reality headset device. So the hardware, the software, anybody can use it. It is going to be awesome. That should be interesting to see what every, how everything else is coming along. And, and how does this tie in with Facebook buying Oculus Rift? Uh, as far as I can tell, Facebook has, much like Dell with Alienware, stayed out of the way. They've just been adding money to the, to the process. After buying it for $2 billion. Yeah, right. The Oculus Rift is set to launch this year. I'm not quite sure when. I think in a few more months. The consumer version. And they have a few other brands that they're coming out with, too. Or you could buy one of those VR headsets that you stick your phone in the, and walk around like a jerk. The so little they, cardboard boxes that you fold together? No, no, no. They have the Galaxy Gear VR, yeah. which oh. um, is also developed by Oculus. <laughs> and you put your cell phone inside of it, and it uses your cell phone screen as the VR. I saw one that, where you use your cell phone screen, and then it uses your cell phone's camera. Yeah. To project VR stuff of your world. Yeah. So it's basically showing you your world in VR. Yeah. Well, well it's... <laughs> <laughs> which, I, which I try to do once in a while by, you know, walking down the street. Because apparently real life isn't high enough definition. That's true. It's well, not 4K. It, it's not 4K. It actually really isn't. Your eyes don't see in 4K. But... Yeah, but they're also not going to take that in from a screen either. Well, most yeah. phone screens aren't that aren't any higher than 1080p anyway. I said when most. you're talking about when you're, when you're talking about resolution with VR, you know, 1080p, whatever. It it doesn't really matter as much with VR because you're dealing with a different input essentially. Uh, a lot of the Oculus Rifts actually use cell phone screens because they want to pack as much fidelity in as they can. What if you look at the retina displays of iPhones? Yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. Well, and the, the fascinating thing is, is is they actually, and I'm going to get techie here again, so so when you're when you're looking through an Oculus Rift, you're actually seeing a 4, no, a 1080p scaled down. So they, they render it at 1080p and then they scale it down to the phone. So you're actually getting a higher pixel density from what you have, but Anyway, it's big, nerdy stuff. Well, and then you have uh, Sony is developing one, too. It's Project Morpheus. Morpheus, yeah. Which is going to be coming out in a few months. And they are aiming to release it as a very affordable yeah. VR headset. Which is going to be kind of hard to be Oculus, which is going to be between two and $300 at launch. Well, that's supposed to go with the PlayStation 4, correct? Yes, specifically. Yeah. I'm looking forward to when that becomes compatible with the Assassin's Creed games. And maybe when that happens, the Assassin's Creed games won't suck. <laughs> Sick burn. Got my bam. Sick burn. Bring it. Do you want me to show you the glitches again? <laughs> no scare. No, okay, so remember the bow? Unity's release was a disaster. Yes, yes, it was. I will admit that. Also, quality control tester showed up exist. on the, uh, yeah. Uh, that's going across most software companies are getting rid of that department. 
Don't ask me why. But it's you stupid. do have, there are several companies that are concerned with quality and they keep delaying their games. They keep pushing their games back because they're not ready. But then you have a game like Assassin's Creed, which is for some stupid reason decided that they need to release four of them a year, and the quality has gone out the door. And they're all the same game. But you know, even the companies that used to be known for their quality, like Blizzard, who will flat out scrap a game if they don't like where it's going, look at the release for Warlords of Draenor. That had tons of issues. It's also for a game that at this point is, what, 12 years old? Something like that. And, and, and at that point, Warlords of Draenor, it's, or whatever it's called, they are, that's not a new game. That's an expansion for an existing game, and they're just trying to milk their subscriber base for as much as they can at this point. Oh, yeah. Because just... people are leaving. Yeah, and every person I know who played WoW signed right back on as soon as that came out. Exactly, and, and it worked. So but... I think... The, the the real problem here is coming with the whole yearly game release cycle. So you have you 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 have high expectations and deadlines set, which means that they rush everything out the door. Well, and then you have Call of Duty. Call of, yeah. yeah. Well, yep. the the thing that which is the same that Call of Duty started doing was they had multiple development studios working on re- releases at the same time, mm-hmm. so they could release them every year when it wasn't the same studio creating the game every year so you get a different game but each game would have its its individual issues and wouldn't play like the previous one it had the same name it had the same graphics it had you know whatever but it which was is a both good game. and bad for a franchise though honestly i am kind of to the point where i wish most franchise games would just kind of go away. Let's get some original stuff. Let's get some new IP. There are plenty of people out there and a lot of really great games that just don't get the popularity. Well, if you look at, if you compare the video game industry to Hollywood, you you see a lot of similarities and a lot of parallels. You have the Michael Bays of the gaming industry (laughs) making all the choices. Exactly. Okay, let's let's, let's go ahead and talk about some new IPs then. Ian has been playing a lot of uh, Elite Dangerous. It's an old IP, but holy crap, it looks... Elite Dangerous, produced by Frontier, is, like you said, it's, a, it's an old IP. It is an old IP, I didn't uh, realize that as I was saying it. Extremely old IP. It was released originally in 1986 as Elite, and they have been coming out with a few things every now and then as it goes. I, I haven't played anything before this. Drake played another one of their releases, what was it? Freelancer. Freelancer? I played a lot of Freelancer. Yeah. So it's a, a space sim game. Now, Frontier's model for release is unique in that Frontier uh, did a Kickstarter. They got a bunch of backers. They released everything into beta. They, they had like a, a, well, not beta, actually a gamma, and, and ran that with live players all the way up. Uh, the final release is not technically the final release of the game. They will have expansion packs as they come out that you can pay for. Which is typical. But the difference in these expansion packs is they are game-changing. Literally. So right now, the whole game takes place in the cockpit. But with the paid expansions, you'll get FPS features, so you'll be able to get out of the cockpit, go big game hunting on a planet or something like that, which is another release, which is actually orbital... Uh, insertion so you can land on planets and fly on, on that sort of stuff. But Frontier is to me, also with CD Projekt Red, what a development company should be. They listen to their fans, they make the games that they want to play, and they don't release it until it's ready to be released. So 
You like know. Zoo Tycoon. Like Zoo Tycoon. Yeah, they did do Zoo ty- Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> they paid the bill okay, somehow. How many people here have actually played that? None. That's uh, what I thought. I played Roller Coaster Tycoon. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of interesting. If you look at their list of games... It's all like family friendly game. I mean, you've got Connect yeah. Disneyland Adventures, Connectimals, yeah, you know, and and stuff like that. Yeah, they 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 produced a lot of smaller shelf stuff. Most of that is because they weren't a big place. It, it was because of the formation of Kickstarter that they were able to actually get back into Elite because they weren't going to build Elite unless they could build the game they wanted to play. Mm-hmm. So with Kickstarter around, I mean, you got a pretty badass game. I mean, this thing, and I'll kind of gush about it a little bit here, it's pretty amazing. Any star that you know of exists in that game. It's a one-to-one scale open-world galaxy based on the real Milky Way. Yeah. And you can Is go... that from the website? Because that sounded very official. Yeah. I, I'm... <laughs> and that's, that's as quoted by Wikipedia. However, did, I've, I've been watching Ian play this game, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And I've been it's you know, recognizing day. quite a few of the stars and the star names that he's hey, been going I know that to. guy. Yeah. There's Mickey Rourke. Well, <laughs> there, there actually is a system called George Lucas because it exists. <laughs> so, Because people who name stars are nerds. Well, and I've seen it. Like in the, in the patch notes, they actually updated uh, a couple of systems with new discoveries, like planets. So they discovered a couple of new planets in the system, so they updated it to reflect that new reality. My question, when people buy stars and name them after family, yep. do they update that? Yep. Hey, Drake, <laughs> don't you have a star named after you? It's not named after me. It's named after an in-joke I had with some of my friends. Uh-oh. That's even worse. Yeah. So, so Is it in the game? Have you flown to it yet? I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to make Ian uh, go out and find it now. I, I didn't um, know it existed. You have, you have to go find the star Bed Fucked It. Bed Fucked It? Bed Fucked It. Bed, I remember Bed Fucked Oh, I remember. Oh my there is a star out there named Bed Fucked It, and you must go find that. Please tell me there's a Snoster Blah. I don't know if there's a Snoster we Blah or not, but we can, we can certainly upload that as a name. No, I was going to say, like, we just need to have our screen names. As stars. As stars, yeah. I think we can do that. Let's do it. Now, I haven't gone too far, but I, but with unnamed, procedurally generated star systems, because obviously we don't know every star. <laughs> if you discover one that nobody's discovered before, you can rename it. Now, I'm not 100% on that, because I haven't done it myself. I'm still trying to make money, and she's 50000 every 20 minutes just ain't cutting it. Well, it really depends on what the economy's like and how much fifty thousand will buy you. He, he's he's currently trying to work his way up to a seventeen million dollars spaceship. There you go. So that he can then afford, eh. so that he can then afford the hundred and fifty million dollars spaceship. But yeah. it's every two minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty, oh, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. Twenty minutes. It's a little bit worse. It, it takes me four hours to make a million. I need to cut that down. Oh no. The, Woe is me. Well, I know, right? The, First world there are some people out there who are making trading runs where they're making about two million an hour. So he, he is he is doing kind of low at the moment. Graham, those um, numbers, like as an economics major, those numbers just hurt my head. Uh, the economy does change, though. Uh, the galactic economy changes as well as local economies do change as you do trading. So if you find a really bitchin' trade route and you farm it dry, you can literally change the galactic average 
if you're, you know, dedicated. Oh, that would just be fun. Find the trade routes people are using and wreck them. You can. Yeah. yeah. No, really. That, that, that happens. Um, <laughs> what you can do is actually... I think Jez is going to buy this game tonight. I know, right? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Play so with economics, me. yay! Yay! <laughs> I want to make a zoo. Oh, wait. If, if you're in a system and you start pirating all of these transport ships, they're going to have a crisis because you're shutting down trade routes. <laughs> is there a lot of politics in this game? Um, there is some background politics that goes on. And yeah. it gets really messy around Snosterblah. Yeah, Snosterblah, particularly contested system. Welcome to In-Joke City. Right, so okay, so, so it's a... One uh, that I don't even know. Me either. So this is a massively multiplayer game. Although, so so far, it's a one-to-one scale of the Milky Way. So there's a pretty... There can be potentially a lot of space between players. Yeah, there is and a lot. There is a lot of space between players. I've seen Ian interact with all of I think six. Yeah, um, six. other player characters so far, and he's been playing for weeks. Um, oh, now, I haven't reached out out of game onto the Reddits to find wings or other things of people to join, but there is groups that. Team now up on the website, they have a video here from the cockpit of a ship shooting another ship yeah with a bobblehead sitting on the bobble cockpit head? yeah how much is a bobblehead <laughs> um i haven't found the bobblehead how many bobbleheads can you buy for fifty thousand? <laughs> do you want to just line them up along your dashboard is that what you're, is getting, that, at? Is that you're getting at yes the bobblehead as, as, as i understand Mickey it Rourke. Uh, is is more of a backer slash gamma participator thing and it's a you it's can a turn bonus. it on or off in the in the uh why would you turn it off? It's kind of adorable. Can you, you just, get like a hula girl? Uh, or like a, a bobblehead Elvis? I uh, you're, you're thinking of the video game Mech Warrior Online. Which you can get. <laughs> you can. I know, I know you can game. get the uh, hula girl. I don't know about Elvis. Um, I do know you can get a disco ball in some of the mech cockpits. Um, um, that is one. I was actually talking with Drake about it. That is one thing I want to see in that game is more cockpit customization. So if we all just. Theoretically, if we all jumped yeah. in this game, yes. we could fly around together and make a bunch of money together. Uh-huh. We could. Yeah. And that's why you want us to join so you can get your $17 million ship. No. Are you going to <laughs> get us to join you and we'll be all friends and then one day you'll blow the crap out of us and steal our money and run away laughing? No, it's going to be Drake. Do you have gold that's in how your he hole? plays laser tag. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the game works. Are you going to... Are you going to kill me and steal my bobblehead? <laughs> steal your bobblehead. Yes. That bobblehead Loot is Loot the wreckage for the bobblehead. Can you uh, get bobblehead sensors? Bobblehead sensors? Yeah. <laughs> That's what your scan's going to detect? Yeah, bobblehead, yes, no. I don't care about precious ores or cargo or anything. I just want my bobblehead. When I target subsystems, I specifically select bobblehead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be what you trade on the black market. Yeah. You will crash that market. I will. I'll be like the only person with a bobblehead. I'll give you seven bobbleheads for that. Yeah. It's like Fallout all over again. You will make them so valuable by just hoarding all of them. So do you control just one ship, or can you control more than one? Right now, you control one ship at a time. You can own multiple ships, but you dock them at stations, and if you leave that station, they're at that station, which is a little lame. Um, they kind of make sense, though. They will be introducing the Wings update soon, which will add a bunch of social tools and stuff to help people get together and fly in formations and stuff like that. With the bigger ships, uh, which are, like, multiple football fields long, and they're huge. Can you land a spaceship on them? 
you will be able to eventually. They will be able. You will be able to dock smaller spaceships into larger spaceships. It depends on how good of a pilot you are. (laughs) Um, You will be able to actually crew a friend's spaceship. So, like, if I had myself the big old anaconda with three that that seats three. It's not that kind of blog, Ian. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But but it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, but enough about Elite Dangerous. <laughs> I think we've uh, rambled on long enough about that game. Also, not sponsored by Frontier. Uh, but Frontier, call me. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so, so actual new IP that I'm excited about. Um, Back on track. No Man's Sky. Mm. Another procedurally generated space game. Yes. Although this one doesn't have, you know, the the number of stars in the Milky Way, it has a possible number of stars at. It's it's not quite infinite. It's eighteen quadrillion. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Yeah. I've seen bigger. <laughs> bigger anacondas. Yes. It's not, not that, that kind of podcast. podcast. <laughs> but you're turning it that way. Meh. Meh. No man's sky. No man's sky. So again, this is a fly around, and it, it it is more of an exploration game of fly around and discover new stuff. Um, there will be space combat. Is there a reason they're not calling it Starfleet? Uh, they don't want to get sued. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, as far as far as I've been able to determine from watching the trailers, there is no actual Starfleet. It's uh, not true. Not true. So, um, with that one, there are procedurally generated factions. Dibs on Picard. Yeah. Um, so you you can fly missions and stuff like that. They'll also have exploration. It'll be a lot, a lot like Elite Dangerous in that way. The mechanics are different and the feel is very different. And I think the objectives will be very different. I, but that's about as much as I know of it. Other than I can do an impression of their lead designer. Matt! Is it the same as your impression of Kirk Douglas? Yeah, Michael that's Douglas. Right, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Sorry, Kirk. I'm sorry. I'm not as cool as Kirk. No, Douglas. no one is, except for maybe Stephen Queen. No, like, so they put a lot of math into this universe. Like everything is procedurally generated, so it's always going to be the same. So if you fly into one system, it's generated unique to you. If you're the first person there, all the way down to where the blades of grass are located on the planet. And then when that fly sounds away, excessive. It, well, the thing about it is, when you fly away, it knows what the the math problem is, but it throws away the solution. Yeah, it it saves the algorithm that generated that planet, and then forgets about the generated planet. So you're telling me no crop circles? There might be. There might be. Crop there could circles. be. There could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you take off, leaving yeah. crop circles. Well, you, um, you you can do that. You, yeah. you you can you can have an influence on these planets, huh. and that is recorded in the algorithm for that planet. And there goes my bad conspiracy theorist jokes. Yep, yep. There they go, right out the window. Hey, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> but it could be. We're not killing angels over here, okay? Hey, I've seen your chemtrails. Ooh. Hey, look, I just had a burrito. <laughs> I can't. I can't be blamed. All right, so that was my video game recommendation. As a matter of fact, that I had prepared it was Elite Dangerous. I couldn't uh, tell. No, no way. That or the seventeen invites you. Seventeen, the ones, yeah. That you keep saying you should play this game already. Yeah, play this damn game. Yeah. <laughs> come, come be a bounty hunter with me. 
You can say there's bounty hunting. Oh, yeah. You can bounty hunt, you can trade, uh, you can pirate, you can grief, you can you can do whatever you want. You can do missions, you can... It's 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 bitching. You, you can choose a political faction and just start blowing up... Okay, one enemies. last question. Yes. One thing that EVE Online is infamous for is microtransactions. Spreadsheets. Oh. I hate EVE. Let me start off well, with that. I, I'm, I'm, just at, I'm just wondering, is this a microtransaction game? Or once no. you buy it, everything's in game and so so this is more of a macro transaction game yeah. so it's got it's got the base game well, what i mean is real world money okay no yeah you will you will not be spending you know tiny increments of real world money uh, unless it's not free to well no. so eve online free is free to play okay so here's here's the big difference between eve and elite dangerous eve is a it's spreadsheets in space <laughs> in, space. in space and it incorporates real money um, the, the 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 main developer for uh, Elite Dangerous doesn't believe in microtransactions he does believe in selling a few completely obligatory just you don't need to have these things uh, optional optional. there's a word I was looking for and I missed it thanks. it wasn't obligatory it was not that. You're if right. You can't buy a you can't buy a new spaceship for no. real world money. But, but you can but buy you can a paint, paint job. Can you buy a bobblehead? No, I don't not think right so. Yeah, Maybe later. Yet. Maybe later. I'm out. So how they're planning on supporting the game is so the most you can buy right now that will change your in-game experience is a paint job, which literally does nothing to the game. It's cosmetic. <laughs> it's cosmetic yeah. completely. And then they will be releasing like small updates. Um, system updates, things like that, uh, like wings, will be free. You could just get those updates. But if you want the expansion to be able to fly on a planet or do the FPS, boarding, stuff like that, that's uh, that's going to be like a $20 expansion. Here's a question. If you have to buy the expansion to board someone's ship, what if the person whose ship you're boarding hasn't bought that expansion? Uh, I don't know. This <laughs> hasn't been decided yet. I don't know. That's, well, a, lot of, a, that's, lot of that's a ways away. In online games, if you're trying to do matchmaking with somebody who doesn't have the same expansion as you, it'll say that you can't join yeah. there. And they do have matchmaking. Yeah. That, that is a mm. thing that exists. And so that, it might be that type that of thing. That might be that kind of thing. But to be honest with you, you know, 20 bucks a year to play this online game that's pretty awesome and has an amazing Does it have a subscription? But I'm just saying to buy the yeah, big just, expansion. Keep up to date with it. Yeah, so, well, okay, so, so you know, $20 for an expansion once a year, that's, um, what, a sixth of what a WoW subscription is? <laughs> yeah, $15 Less a month. That. Less than that, yeah. Because mm-hmm. WoW is, what, $15 a month? Oh, okay, I, th- I thought WoW was $10 a month, so. Nope. It's 15 bucks a month. All right. But, yeah, plus the expansions, which cost $60. Yep. Right. I think game development like that, just to bring it full circle, <laughs> is is kind of what we need. Um, and, and other companies like CD Projekt Red, when they released Cyberpunk 2077 trailer, you know, it says it'll be done when it's ready. <laughs> you know, coming when it's done. I actually have a lot of respect for game developers that push projects back because they're not ready yet. Yeah. Well, and CD Projekt Red's been working on um, Wild Hunt, which has taken a lot of their time because it's very sought-after game right now, the the Witcher series. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of the Witcher series. I'd rather see the Cyberpunk game. 
Well, and that just kind of goes back to the a whole argument of the oversaturation of fantasy in video games. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere, and you can't get away from it. You know, yeah. and, and the stuff that is not fantasy is either an FPS. Yeah. You know, you got your Call of Duty <laughs> Battlefield yeah. slash clones, or um, like a sim game generally. So, so having a game <laughs> we even had the fantasy. Having a game like Elite Dangerous, which is sci-fi and yeah. completely it, it, different. It's a sci-fi space game. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, which is also remember. kind of a common yeah. genre, but... Yeah. It, it hasn't been common in the last Not years. recently. Although, although I should point out that... It's getting there. there. There are three games coming out either you know this year or just came out at the end of last year. Uh, Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky, and... Uh, Star, Citizen. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Which will be another game a lot like Elite Dangerous. Yeah, completely different aesthetic, though. Yeah, but yeah, having having something, a new IP that is actually unique. Yeah, and something that is not, you know, the same old played yeah. out tropes and yeah. genre stuff that we've seen a million times. I was looking at this the other day. I was looking at uh, free to play MMOs, and you have oh, yeah. a whole crap load of them, and they're all basically the same. With different classes and different graphics, but they're, they're WoW clones. Yeah, they are absolutely, mm-hmm. but they're very few of them are actually anything new or unique. Yeah, well, and to be fair to WoW, uh, it was originally an EverQuest clone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and 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 even Ever EverQuest started out as a um, Ultimate clone. Mm-hmm. Everybody well, and and now you have the MOBAs, which are being cloned, and you yes. were getting tons of those. Yeah, you know, but. Actually, new, groundbreaking genres this, that are this, unique and interesting. This kind of makes me want to go back and uh, play uh, Kerbal Space Program again. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can tear yourself away from Mountain Blade, or Mount and Blade. Mountain Blade, right? So this this is what, where uh, my Utah accent really shows through. Mountain, Mountain Blade. Blade. Uh, I've been playing a lot of that recently. It's a historical war game set in a not medieval Eastern Europe. Pseudo medieval setting. Pseudo yeah. pseudo medieval setting. Really, its its biggest violation is that is of time period differences. Uh, we've got the Mongol Empire next to the you know Vikings. You got some interesting anachronisms. Yeah, yeah. You you've got some interesting anachronisms going on. S S C A people would love it. There's not enough rattan. <laughs> no, you've you've seen me in the uh, tournament battles. That's all. It's all wood. Your face mask isn't. Regulation. I'm sorry. No, no. My face mask is not regulation. Um, That's what the A stands for. Yeah. No, it's a, but it actually does have some uh, expansions that are that are fairly historically correct, like the um, uh, Viking Conquest one, which is literally the Viking invasion of England. Mountain Blade Napoleonic Wars, which unsurprisingly is the Napoleonic Wars. Oh, it's, it's not the Viking invasion. Of no, Napoleon. No. That would be that would be interesting, but the 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 native game is you know very anachronistic. Um, although although an interesting thing is that both the uh, Napoleonic Wars and the uh, Viking Conquest those started out as mods made by players. Uh, yeah, that were basically bought by the uh, game developer uh, Tail Worlds and then turned into um, actual. Well, it's interesting how often the mod community. Maybe not how often is the right word, but how the mod community can really drive development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you look at Counter Strike. Yeah. 
that was originally a mod for Half-Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that was, was back, back when, when, you know, developers actually supported their community. I, I should I should <laughs> mention that Tail Worlds is indie and is that's why there's that is one of the reasons that they're probably still listening to their customers. Most of all Until we'll, they get bought out by EA or Activision. Right, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. Especially if they are somewhat it, successful. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that, you know. This is one of those things where these guys are capable of being successful on their own. They have the buyout is losing its, um, I don't know, its its force as a, oh, you know, these guys are going to buy us out and you know we'll never have to work again. Um, but of course, I can't I can't you know say that with a hundred percent accuracy because look at what just happened to uh, Minecraft. Yeah, um, which was surprising. Yeah, Google or not Google, uh, Microsoft paid them. You sold out, man. Two and a half billion dollars for, for Minecraft. But of course, the the developer of that's going to go work on something else now. So. Well, their, Minecraft is also going to get a story mode. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, that I, I goes against everything Minecraft is, which is make your own story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build your giant tower of doom because you want a giant tower of doom on that mountain over there. With um, lava flowing out of its with, eyes. With lava yeah. flowing out of its eyes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you gotta, I didn't totally burn down my wheat field with lava flowing out of my mountain of doom's eyes. Um, twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> twice. Twice. I, I, I had some problems getting the uh, lava to go where hey, I wanted hey, to. Hey, Drake. Yeah? yeah. What, what, was, what was the skull made out of again? Remind me. Uh, the first time it was made out of snow. Yeah. I thought he was going to say, like, the bones of children or something. Uh, um, no, that's a mod. <laughs> that, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't have any uh, children in my in my game yet, so the, the he, only bones I've got are the skeleton archers that are trying to put me in... Uh... Well, in his Skyrim game, though, he did become, like, the adopted father of every orphan in the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I, I downloaded all of the mods that let me adopt all the orphans um, in Skyrim. All the orphans. And then he killed people to make more orphans. Yeah. I'll be right back. I didn't Daddy's gotta, gotta go talk with your dad. You didn't take that into account? Is that... No, I didn't do that, although I would like to point out that that is possible via the mods I have. Oh, um, wow. Jess has something to download tonight. Yeah, because okay, okay, let's I, I, just you know, say I how much I love children yeah. now. These are fake children. Fake children. Why do I want something I don't like in real life in my fantasy? They don't scream, they don't poop. Unless I can I kill them. I think that's the description of fantasy. Things I don't like in real life? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Man, I've been doing it wrong. Dragons. <laughs> I like dragons. In real life? In real life? Burning down your city? Uh, Burning down your wheat field with your snow... Skull of Doom. Hero has dead parents cliche. Mm, overused. That's why it's a cliche. Next time on the Sunday, <laughs> overused fantasy tropes. Yes. Yay. Okay. All right. And, uh, you can look forward to that next time on the Salty Geek Podcast. We are wrapping up. It was excellent to have you guys here with us. Thank you so much for uh, giving us the time of day. Oh, Let God, us know what so you sorry. thought. Uh, let us know suggestions about things you want to hear, things you want to hear less about, like Elite Dangerous, or how batteries work. I want to hear less about Elite Dangerous. <laughs> you, you do? I, I don't really care. Do we have a place that people can email in these suggestions? I will include that when I hand this over to them. Okay. <laughs> it will be in the description. Thanks, guys, for coming. Bye-bye, all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.